This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Darlene, I just saw and spoke with and better um, he feels better today, uh, and this is going to be a how much better are you feeling each day now? Um, he he played through, you know, the other night he played through soreness, um, and we're trying to manage it that way uh, till it till it resolves to the point he's not playing with that. So that day to day is we'll see where he is tomorrow. Uh, he's a possibility for tomorrow. Um, Upi is not a possibility for tomorrow. He did skate today. He's still recovering, um, and he's in a day-to-day category. He will this will resolve um, and be gone um, in illness, um, but it's it's a day-to-day now, and he will not be uh, back tomorrow in any capacity for backup or starting. When you look at this game last night, and I looked at the Samuelson power pair. A lot of talk already about Samuelson, all the block shots. What was your thought on Owen in that game? It seems like in recent games he's had some trouble with decision-making, but he just seemed to be at another level last night, like a lot of your guys were. I've said it in this room after games. when When you look at your team in execution or lack of execution, and it's in multiple areas, you probably didn't come out ready to compete as well as the other team came out ready to compete. And the margin in the NHL now, in the salary cap era, is slight. It's, it's shrunk. So the offset, if another team sets the bar and you're not willing to, you're gonna, you could get run right out of the building, as we've seen around the league every night. So Owen last night competed at a much higher level, is, went into autopilot, Rather than overthinking, when you're not ready to compete at a high, high level and the other team is, you're on your heels. And you start consciously playing the game instead of the decisive manner of a competitor. And when you can get to that, which he he and Samuelson and many others last night, you're playing on those instincts and the training you've, you've had. Uh, so that was the difference for Owen and the difference in everybody else in the game last night was the willingness to compete at a greater level than the guy across the ice from him. Their last shift was three minutes. And watching it back, their compete level never went down. They had to have been beat and tired. But it just did, did you see the same thing, that they just continued, even though it was a three-minute shift and the compete level never went down? With uh, well, I spoke for two years, Paul, plus about efficiency and about experience players have the advantage of knowing how to play efficient how to conserve energy, read a play, and know when to jump on a play. They don't give up anything, but they know when to pounce on it. That's the best goal scorers in the league. 
the best. They're in a position and they know when to jump. They jump because they recognize it's time to jump now. And last night, the last couple minutes, uh, as you're saying, an extended shift in the D zone, you, you can only do that and minimize what you give up, which the guys did a nice job of that. Be willing to block shots, competitive, uh, and knowing when, discerning when to pounce as a group of five. All five have to be playing together. Uh, so, again, um, you know, that's been the quest to get players to that experience level that you can play efficient as a group of five, knowing when to pounce and move as a group of five. Uh, they did a tremendous job of that late in that game. The foundation being greater experience and compete. Talking to Devin, seems like he had a blast with Rochester and he, he learned, you know, some things he could add to his repertoire. Just, I guess, what was the report that you got from Devin, how he, how he did with Rochester? Well, I, I think, you know, any time you're, you're in the NHL, you're under the fire. I mean, it's, it's, uh, you're in a, you're in a microscope. Uh, you can get critiqued for everything and anything and anything or everything for, for that matter. Uh, and you're in it. You're in it. And w Rochester's a resource, as I mentioned, when we sent him there. It's a resource that we could use to get him to take a step back, much like uh, giving uh, Jack Quinn a healthy scratch and a Peyton Krebs a time to just back off. And uh, when you arrive, you realize, oh, there's lots of guys in this situation with me. And you instantly have a camaraderie with a group that he knows. He's been with those players. He was with them through rookie camp and training camp. So it's just a, it's a chance to recharge, decompress, re-energize. Uh, it's a resource, Rochester. And uh, I thought uh, it, was, it was a moment that, based on what we did, that was the right moment to, to let him use that resource and recharge him. And uh, it, it appears that's what it did. Yeah, each day now is big for Quinn because he's he, he's moving from recovering from an injury to preparing to play, uh, and and while there's a lot of physical, there's a long way to go physically for him. There's a long way to go psychologically when you have an injury um, that's as the duration of his as far as recovery. Uh, and those two pieces, you know, we don't have a lot of practice time, so it's so so yeah, factor that in. That's huge. I mean, today was really a, uh, a flush. Um, you know, you get lactic acid out, you get ready for the game tomorrow. It wasn't much of a practice for him with, with physicality and challenge, uh, but it's a step uh, for him that he did, would, get, would not get in a rehab skate. So uh, the more he can get, the better. Unfortunately, I don't think our for next full practice is not going to be for about another uh, week and a half or so. Once he gets to the point where he's ready to step into the line of you foresee maybe uh, an injury stint in Rochester to uh, let him sort of get back into the swing? Yeah, you know what, I haven't even thought of that. Um, and, and uh, you know, the goal is to get him prepared for here. Um, again, if we feel that uh, that would be a resource, I don't know, we'd cross that bridge at that time. But um, but haven't, haven't thought that. This has been such a difficult time for this club. And you think of games like New York, Boston, Colorado. You think of those third periods against Pittsburgh and Winnipeg. So it, it shows that it's in there, in that room. Does it make it easier? Does it make it easier for you as a coach to say to them, "Look, 
just do it. Uh, we've seen it. You can do it. It's not like it's a bad team. I mean, how do you approach it when you see this level of achievement in some games and struggle in other games? First, I'd start by saying I don't see this as a difficult time. I see it as a challenging time, and there's a big difference there. Difficult time would be you, you can't get out of it. It just it's, it's too difficult. This is a challenge, and I also see it, as I mentioned in here, as part of a process to get to the next level of play. Expectations rose, weren't meeting them, have to deal with the consequences of not meeting them, uh, all at the same time if you've never been in this territory. And it's new territory, and there's new. you feel different things that you feel pressure that maybe you shouldn't, and it clouds what you can do. And you start feeling a little vulnerable. Fragile, I think, is the word you used the other day. Um, and at some point, like I say, the challenge, we can overcome it. Much less a difficulty, it's a challenge. And you have to accept it as a challenge. And until you accept it as a challenge, it's going to keep repeating. And you're going to stay in the, you're not going to stay on the same plateau, plateau that you're on that you think you've gotten to. You're going to fall off. It. And that's what happens. And we talked about, well, I don't even know what game number, but a few weeks ago, and I mentioned in this room that we challenged players with that. We've gotten too comfortable. We like this plateau. We've got our own little piece of it. Can't stay on it. It's pro sports. You better be, re be reaching for the next one instead of protecting the one you're on and trying to protect the one you're on. And that's a challenge we needed and we need to face. You can't stay where you're at. Now, you weigh it, and the urgency is, and everybody in this room, every loss is doomsday. Is that the loss that cost you the playoffs? We can't even worry about that. we gotta, we got to face this challenge, talk about our starts, talk about our whatever it is. It boils down to what I said at the start of the, this press conference, compete. Until we fool ourselves that, it's, that the problem is something else, it's this, it's that, it's the power play, it's the penalty kill, it's, it's compete. Until you look in the mirror and accept that, it's going to be a tough road. And that's the challenge for us. I was going to ask you, with Quinn being cleared for contact, does that put a timeline in place for his return? Is that still... I'm sorry, with... Does that put a timeline in place for Quinn's return now that he's cleared for contact? Um, still too big of a window there, Joe, I think, to, to say anything with confidence for me. Um... It's, it's going to be a feel of, again, the, with, with our scattered practices, that's a challenge. Um, and then with, you know, the, the psyche that comes into it and his feel-good, that's unknown. So there's too, too many unknowns, I think, in there to the two big ones, the practice time and, and obviously his feel. But we'll monitor it out. Maybe I'll feel a little different in a week and we'll have a target, but not today. more himself than he's been in a little he, he was himself for the first time in a long time and I don't look at it as what that game can do I look at it as can he repeat that game everything's good if he can repeat the game and, and, and that's his challenge you know I, again I think he's more than capable of it um, and I had a chat with him today and uh, I've known him as a, as a I've known him for a long time and uh, he has not been himself um and, the, and then the play will, 
you know he'll he'll be more cha- more challenged in his play, and he has been. But last night was very good and hit the repeat button. Maybe more reaction and less thinking in his game. Um, more initiative, more decisive. So yes, and that that eliminates thinking. So I don't even want to say less thinking. Just be decisive. If you're wrong, you're wrong. Why fear? Why fear you're wrong when you're when you're in the middle of something? Do it. Don't worry about a repercussion. And if you can't let go of that, we get what we've got the last couple of weeks. I mean, he had reached a stage in his career where maybe he he needed a fresh start. I mean, can you sense that he's energized by the opportunity he is here? Eric Johnson. I'm sorry, Eric Robinson. I'm sorry. Three yeah. Eric. <laughs> Who, who's the third one, Comrie? Yeah, first names are really difficult. Uh, very difficult. Um, so Robinson, and the question was. He had reached a stage in his career where he probably needed a fresh start. I mean, you know, he went through some stuff earlier this year, and now, I mean, now he has a great, looks like a great opportunity. Can you can you can you sense when he shows up that he's you know energized by what he has before him? Definitely. Um, and and you mentioned what he's gone through this year. I think was he on waivers this yeah, year, and yeah, went back to the AHL, and and you know, I think he's 28 years old and played a couple hundred games, and um, you, you know, now here. He, what we need is hungry, competitive appetite. Hungry, competitive guys. He's got enough experience. He's got size. He plays a direct game. He fits a lot of his attributes fit exactly what we need to add. I don't want to say add from the outside. We need to, we need to add more of that to our game. But he's a guy that we've decided to bring in from the outside that you're not going to miss that. You're not going to miss seeing that. You're going to see that. How he plays the game, direct, hard, and competitive, very hungry, is what we need right now. And so he can come in, and just in those simple things, he doesn't have to score a goal. It's, it's, those are all bonuses. He probably will. But those are the things we need, and those are the things we, we will score goals because of um, or defend harder because of and be harder to play against. So, yeah, he's a, he's a fit for that reason and I do think that uh, the every these guys career is a progression I think he's at 27 now he's gone through this this is another you know um, another instance that inches him up to even be even more competitive Montreal confirmed Caden Primo for tomorrow Devin just said that Primo was a mentor for him when he got to college so will he get to face his uh Will Devin get to face his mentor tomorrow? He'll, he'll have a good chance of that. He'll have a 50-50 chance of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. both, uh, both Devin and Caden, though, have had pretty similar uh, road to the NHL, going to the same college, World Junior, everything. Um, you know, what do you see in Devon's game that will allow him to have maybe a smooth transition to the pro level? I know you've seen... I don't know if there is a smooth transition to the pro level um, because I think when you look at all these guys, it's 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 years before they come what they're going to be, you know. So part of getting to to your greatness for all players is going through massive ups and downs uh, and challenges and struggles, uh, and then learning to rebound and elevate to the next one. And um, you know, Devin's already gone through that at the start of this year, but he's. Res- responded very well, which 
you know, is 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 a real positive. So he just he's going. Devin's going the right direction, um, and he's going the right directions. And we have confidence because of the foundation elements. His his commitment to it, commitment to work. Um, you know, through adversity, through challenge, and and um, and fight. You the one who had to tell him that he couldn't meditate on the ice. Yeah. Well, it started with the league. So, um, but uh, he's he's had to search for alternative ways to do that. So, but I was not the one that had to break the news to him. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.